Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast, a show brought to you by PureFlix.com. PureFlix.com, the faith, family, and fun video streaming service. Get ready for uplifting news, scripture, movie reviews, and interviews with some of your favorite actors, authors, and pastors. Let's get started. Hey, what's going on? It's Billy Hollowell, and welcome to the Pure Flix podcast. I'm excited today. We're going to be talking about a movie that my kids cannot stop watching. It's a movie called Switched. And if you haven't seen Switched yet, it's a film that anybody can watch. It's for kids, adults, the whole family. And it's got a great message. And so I don't want to spoil the entirety of this film, but it's got a little bit of a Freaky Friday vibe to it. It's it's about high school, and you've got these two girls, and they end up switching. And that's all I'm going to say. They end up switching places, and it teaches them a whole lesson about life, the way we treat other people, the way we need to treat ourselves. There's so many lessons embedded in this movie Switched, and I'm super excited today because I had a chance to sit down and actually talk with the two people behind this film. Now, they are two sisters, real-life sisters, Andrea and Alexandra, and the two of them have come together to make this movie And it's not just this amazing piece of entertainment. It's a film that you can actually enjoy with everyone in your family and that you can walk away from with lessons, life lessons, again, about how we treat ourselves, how we treat other people, the the things we say, the things we do. It doesn't matter what phase of life you're in. It's about high school kids, but it's, it's something that really we can derive lessons for in any other area of our life. And so with no further ado, let's bring Andrea and Alexandra on to talk about Switched. Hey, how are you both doing today? Great. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. We are here to talk about Switched today, which I'm really excited to dive into because I have to tell you, I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and they absolutely loved this film. So my first question for you, I'm going to start with Alexandra. If you could give us an elevator pitch, because there's people watching who might not know about Switched, what would you tell us? Um, you know, about the film. Okay. Um, I'm Alexandra Boylan, and Switch is about two girls in high school. One's the bully, and one's the girl that she bullies. And the girl that she bullies prays that the other girl would know what it's like to walk a day in her shoes. And they wake up switched, and they go on to find empathy and love and compassion for each other. That was a great, that was a great recap of the <laughs> film. And I have to tell you, my, my okay. kids loved it. They loved it. I mean, they felt like my, my eight-year-old wanted to watch it again the next day. She said, we got to watch that again. And so we did. She watched it twice in a day. And everything you just described, the prayer, right, um, that this girl would know what it's like to walk in, you know, in the other character's shoes. I think a lot of us feel that in life many times. We wish other people would understand what it's like, right? Um, so so tell me, um, Andrea, what was the impetus for this? Like, how did where did this story come from for you guys? Well, I think it came from our own, uh, a little bit from our own experiences um, and just feeling misunderstood as people. And um, Alexandra and I are both ministers kids, and there's a lot that comes with that title when you go to middle school and high school. (laughs) So we experienced it, you know, I think bullying and and just um, maybe assumptions in each in unique ways about who we are and what we are and then not even a lot of times getting the chance to express who we are because 
I know people used to say, aren't there angels in your front yard? Aren't you just perfect all the time? You know, and you never felt like you fit in. So I think that that was kind of the background of, you know, how do you how do you talk about those kinds of issues when when you're a teenager and when you feel so misunderstood and all you wish is quit picking on me. I wish you could get where I'm coming from and what this feels like for me. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's talk about that a little bit. Pastors, kids. Okay. You know, the whole PK thing. Right. And I've known so many pastors, kids who, how, who were wonderful kids, didn't get in trouble, but there's always like this stigma or that like what you're describing here, this sort of discussion of, you know, oh, the pastor's kids are rebelling or, um, and so you guys are sisters obviously too, which is a detail we should talk about. And I, and I love that. I love watching siblings kind of move into Hollywood and do things. You've got the Kendrick brothers, the Irwin brothers, and we've got you guys, which is great. Um, but but what was what is that like the intense scrutiny? And I'll, I guess I'll go to you, Alexandra, on this of you know the church community and the community sort of looking at you as pastor's kids. Yeah, I remember it very vividly. I mean, I was bullied really bad as a kid, and um, I. You know, one of my experiences was having to go to the basement of the church to pick out my clothes because we were in a very affluent town, but we were the minister's kids. So we weren't. Um, so I used to go to school with these clothes that I picked out of the basement of the church and the kids would bully me. And I was like, if only they knew what it was like for me to have to go to the basement of the church and pick out the clothes and not get to go to the mall. Like that was a lot of what we talked about switch, like the empathy of like, if we could walk a day in that person's shoes, they're already going through enough. We need to love on them instead of make fun of them. Um, and yeah, it was, I definitely had a lot of people like, you're perfect. You're perfect. And and I'd be like, I'm not perfect. I'll prove to you I'm not perfect. <laughs> but, but I will say my parents were really awesome about letting us find our faith. And my father was very aware of what happens to ministers' kids. And we were really blessed to kind of, he kind of let us find it on our own without pushing it. Like I remember being rebellious as a kid, being like, I'm not going to youth group anymore, dad. I'm not going. And he was like, okay, you don't have to go. And I was like, I don't. And then, of course, I'm like, well, wait, I want to go. Once <laughs> 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 I got what I wanted, I was like, well, actually, I do want to go. But I just can't get away with what I want. You, know? you want to do the opposite of what your parents want, too. Right? I mean, that's like the natural, that's the natural thing for, I think, a lot of young people to want to do. And in this case, I want to get back into, into your stories a little bit. And I want to talk about how you both moved in this direction of movie making, which is really fascinating in light of your backgrounds, being pastors, kids. Um, so in talking about Switch, a lot of the themes we're discussing here, the bullying, the misunderstanding other people, um, just the, the way we treat people, you know, this month we're talking at Pure Flix, um, when this is airing here, a lot about love, right? And loving other people. And I think when we think of Valentine's Day, we think of romantic love, but there's all sorts of different types of love. And when you look to scripture, yeah, I mean, Jesus tells us, love God, love others, right? Those are the two biggest commands. So when you look at this film, um, Andrea, what are you hoping that that parents and kids, not just kids and young people, but parents as well, take away from this movie? Well, certainly I, I agree that that different definition of love, um, I think all of us and, and Hollywood for, for sure has sold us this sort of fantasy love. And if you really look at the way that Jesus defines love, it's really hard. 
it, it doesn't, it's not hearts and balloons and flowers all the time. It's actually really hard. And I think that the Switch movie allows us to explore how challenging it is. There's a line I love that Cassandra says when her brother's like, you know, you can love, but you need to have boundaries. And she says, um, I don't know how to do that. And, and I feel that I'm 48 and I feel like sometimes I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So how in the world does a 15 or 16 year old really know how to love the way that Jesus um, gives us that example to love? So the movie really, I think, helps us just kind of ask those questions in a unique way. And it's so unassuming. Isn't it fun? Like it's fun to watch a movie where you don't expect at the end to go, ooh, I got to think about this. Maybe I need to apply this to my life it wasn't you know just an opportunity to kind of escape it actually you know it brings something out for each one of us about what it means to really be loving yeah and what i love about the movie it's funny it's fun and by the way if you're watching this you can stream switched right now over on pure flicks um but but it's not beating you over the head with a message it's entertaining you and the message is a part of that and that is what is so nice about it and i think when you have, whenever you have a kid, and you know how kids are, they like to watch things more than once. But whenever a kid is like, hey, I want to watch that right now again, you know you've hit on something really special. And you know what I what I really want to ask you now, and I'll turn to you, Alexandra, on this. You know, we look at culture right now. You've got a lot going on, a lot happening. Um, but the suicide rate among young people is through the roof. Depression, loneliness, and so this movie really comes at an interesting time. Um, what lessons do you think, you know, not to be redundant here, but I kind of want to speak into just what's been going on. And we know this loneliness problem that's going on and the bullying problem. But what lessons do you think today young people can take away from this? And why do you think it's so important this film is coming out uh, right now? I know God's timing is incredible. We had no idea when we were pushing this and trying to get this movie made that he was kind of some things, roadblocks that happened that we didn't understand why. And then when the film came out, we were like, okay, God had a timing and he was like waiting because especially with COVID and everyone being locked in, kids being on their devices, even more uh, cyberbullying's up. And the movie talks a lot about the, um, the power that we could use our social media for good. You can be kind on social media, say something kind about somebody before you go to quickly judge them or idolize them or bully them. Imagine what it's like to be them and then decide to go and do something. I mean, it's like what Andrea said, she just called us to turn the other cheek and love and love. So yeah, if someone says something you don't like on social media, take the high road, say something kind back. Don't go into feeding the fire of, of, of anger or bullying. And because we have no idea, I think that's, that's it. It's so easy to write something on a computer screen and not see the person on the other side that is affected by that and the ripple effect, the, the negative ripple effect it could have on their life, as opposed to saying something positive and the ripple effect of the positivity it could have on their life. Mm, that's so good. And you get so sucked into it, too. I think all of us, you know, looking at social media and the way that it's transformed and changed the way that we communicate, I mean, for a lot of these kids... And we see this in Switched, right? You leave school. Back in the day, you would leave school and it was done. And you'd have like a reprieve for 12 hours. And then you'd go back and you might deal with it again. Now, the bullying is with you all the time. It's on your device. It's it's on social media. It's everywhere. And that is a dynamic, I think, for you know adults right now that a lot of us might not be able to really relate to because we didn't go through that. 
right? That wasn't part of our our upbringing. It was a little it was a little different. And I think that's there's an intensity there. I love what you said about the love, right? Saying something kind, the ripple effect that that can have. We don't often think about that. Even going out of our way to message people who we know are struggling, or just check in with people. That's something that I've been trying to do um, to do more of now. Andrea, I want to ask you first, and I want to talk to both of you about this, but how did you end up diving in to Hollywood? You guys were pastor's kids. I know you've had a lot of interests, and but what was it that made you say, okay, this is a journey that I'm going to take? Well, I was invited by Alexandra, so it's interesting <laughs> that you uh, asked me first, but I, I will tell my part of the story and then let Alexandra kind of piggyback on it. But um, I'm actually a licensed clinical social worker and I'm a mom of three and I'm a pastor's wife. So just as a little added bonus there, I said I would never, ever, ever marry a pastor <laughs> after being a pastor's kid myself. And um don't tell God never. <laughs> he often has something else in store, and it's it's been a wonderful journey. But um, what the way that I was invited into the faith based film uh, world was because uh, we got an opportunity. Um, Alexandra got an opportunity to look at what it looks like to make faith based movies, and she invited me into the conversation. And literally, I was only supposed to be a consultant on a script to to read what what she was working on, and then um, I kind of dove into, huh. Which of which faith-based movies do I like? Why do I like them? And and what would if I had the chance to be part of this, what would that look like? And that began a conversation that ended up from consultant to writing partner. And now it's history. <laughs> That's amazing. I love and I love that you were invited into it that way. And I know for you, Alexander, your path is a little longer and it extends into different arenas of entertainment. So so take me through yours. Oh gosh, do you have 10 hours? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I, I moved to LA at 19 years old. I was a little whippersnapper, awesome parents who supported me. I was like a kid going, I'm going to, you're from Boston, Massachusetts, like upstate Massachusetts. And I did a year of college per my parents' request. And then I was like, peace out. I'm moving to Hollywood. I'll be a movie star. See you later. See you on the big screen. And then I moved out to LA literally all by myself at 19 years old. And uh, I got kicked around for 10 years trying to make it as a movie star, as an actor. And then I actually relocated to New Mexico in 2009 when the film industry was kind of booming there. And I met all these incredible independent filmmakers and I was like, let's just start making our own stuff and I'll give myself the starring role. <laughs> and then I don't have to wait for someone to pick me anymore. And uh, a group of us got together and made a thriller, literally like in a backyard, just made this thriller that ended up selling. And I had a meeting with my sales agent. We were talking about what was next. And he said, why don't you make faith-based films? And I was like, what? <laughs> Not the trajectory I was on at all. And I walked away from the meeting going, oh my gosh, God just called me to make faith-based films. <laughs> and I was like, okay all right that's totally like you know it was amazing i mean i'm so glad he called me to do it and i'm but it was like it was like he hit the table being like this is what you're gonna do with your life after all these years of and you knew you were kind of like okay this is this is gonna be the thing right it's gonna be the well well actually i yeah I mean, i've been in, i've been pursuing the industry for so long that you never kind of know because you're always hustling and it's such you know it's so competitive and lots of rejection that i was like 
you know, when I felt God called me to do it, I I was in, I was in. And then I called Andrea and we were talking about it. And, you know, I don't have kids. I did live in Los Angeles. And I was like, I kind of need someone who like has a family and lives in the real world and not Hollywood. And then we got to talking. And one of our biggest things when we were talking about our first film, which is Catching Faith, was making a, a movie from the female perspective. And it was really, and I, you know, I was like, okay, we'll make faith-based, but we want to make it about a woman. And God really blessed that journey of catching faith and everything he did with that. And that was the beginning. I literally put everything I owned in storage. I lived in Hancock Park, California, this beautiful place. I put everything I owned in storage and lived on the road for a full year for us to make catching faith. And literally stepped out in faith. And then God has blessed it. Now I'm like, I never worry. I'm like, when God calls me to do something, I'm like, okay, I'll do it because he's got it. He's going he's gonna to take care of it. Right, Andrea? It's been amazing to see what he's done in, with our career. Mm-hmm. It's incredible to hear to hear that. And I love, again, that your siblings, you've come together to do this. And, and that's phenomenal. Uh, what When it came to deciding to do Switched, um, how was it different from the other projects? And what was sort of your confirmation you know, from God that that was the project that you guys should dive into? Go ahead, Alexandra, because this is this is her passion project. <laughs> um, the biggest thing was um, teen teen films and faith based. Andrea and I grew up as minister kids. What was the movie I wanted to watch? I wanted to watch Dirty Dancing. The next generation wanted to watch Mean Girls. So we were really like, how can we take what Hollywood's doing and make a faith based teen movie that's fun? Like you said, like our favorite compliment is that kids watch it over and over, like Legally Blonde and Mean Girls and Clueless. And um, that was something we were like, how can we do that but speak to young, uh, Christians and Christian girls who are looking to watch something with their mother, but maybe some of the stuff that was being made wasn't so relatable. That was really, Andrea and I kind of look at our films. Um, you guys also, Pure Flix has our movie Wish for Christmas. We look at ourselves as Disney for Christians. And doing the fun outside the box, wanting the parents to sit down with their kids. So for us, it was really about making a mainstream teen film for kids that maybe weren't getting, you know, all the way down to the wardrobe. We were so, we were like, the wardrobe has to be hip and fun and we have to do makeup and just, I I could go on forever. But anyway, that was sort of like what we wanted to do. I wanted to do things that when we were kids, we didn't get that we want to provide for kids in this generation, that they'd have stuff. Like we'll have people write to us and be like, I can't believe this is a Christian movie. I can't believe this is for me. And I'm like, yay, it is for you. And I'll put you back on that and say that I had um, led youth group for about 15 years. And some of what I found also was that Yes, our youth group would watch some content and 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 have a meaningful conversation, but it often wasn't the thing that they would want to share the next day at school with their friends uh, or somebody who was further away from God or not seeking God at all. And so um, Switched was a real opportunity to make something that was really fun that you could share with your peers. And I, I had three teenagers myself. And so that idea of you wanting to go and share this with the people that you hang out with. And that was a big part of Switched. Yeah. And you, and you're tackling something. And I think it's really easy for people, you know, people will say all sorts of things. Why aren't you guys making this or doing this? Not YouTube, but just in general, when it comes to faith-based films, right? Why isn't this happening? And 
you know how hard it is. It's almost a miracle that anything would ever go from a script on paper to become a movie. It is a very hard thing to do, right? Same for TV shows. Uh, and yet you're tackling areas that haven't been really tackled yet. And this is what I love about this part of the industry and for fans to understand that as time goes on, the industry is going to grow and, and do new things and hit those different titles. And so I think you've really hit on a genre that is much needed, especially for young people, right? I mean, this is, we know that young people are the most disconnected from church. Uh, they're the most, you know, none, not Catholic none, but none is in no faith, right? Um, generation right now, young people. And so, so speaking into it is incredible. And I'm so excited to see what you both do next. Thank you so much for coming on today and, and talking about Switch. For everybody watching, you can check out Switch on Pure Flix. And I hope to see you both back again soon on the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>